0: Hello and welcome to We Are Marvel, the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Jeremy. And my name is Justin. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Yeah, no Uh, As you probably know from the title, this is uh, our second, I I guess, big episode. This is our second movie episode. Mm -hmm. Fourth episode Uh,
1: overall, but our our second movie in the release schedule uh, timeline.
0: Yes, we should. Yeah, that's probably a good idea to make that clear that this is the release schedule timeline. Yeah.
1: Later on, we, we plan on doing an episode of the actual uh, like watching timeline, obviously with Captain America First Avenger taking place in World War II, that's first, and then yeah. this, then this, then this, to actually give yeah. you a sense of the timeline progression. Yeah. Um, I don't know when we'll do it, though, because there's movies even in Phase 3 that you can put into Phase 1, Captain Marvel. Yeah. So I don't know when we'll do it, but we might just end up doing it just for fun one week.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I like it. We'll do that one week. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, you you heard it here, folks. Mm -hmm. You have to hold us to it. All right. Well, we're just going to jump right into it, right? This is is my first time doing this kind of movie style. Mm -hmm. Uh, Justin's done it on his other podcast, so he's... A pro at this. That other podcast is name.
1: Pod and Gore, available wherever you listen to podcasts. Any of you uh, horror fans out there
0: yes, probably heard a commercial nice.
1: before the uh, episode started, <laughs> but we'll see. <laughs>
0: yeah. All right. Um. So yeah, just jump right into it. Right. Just uh, yep. start talking about the movie. Let's All right. do uh, I, As as the episode says, it, we're talking about the Incredible Hulk. I don't even know if we mentioned that, but they know we what they did now. It. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, what The Incredible Hulk is, uh, kind of backstory, is, is Bruce Banner, a scientist on the run from the U.S. government, must find a cure for the monster he turns into whenever he loses his temper. That was just kind of the first synopsis that I found, so I plugged hmm. that in. If you don't know it The Incredible
1: works. Hulk, what are you doing? Like, yeah, <laughs> we, we do want to introduce people to the MCU, but it's been going on for like 12 years now.
0: True. but so. I, Well, I, I guess... With this episode, if you don't know the Incredible Hulk, listen up because we're going to tell you a lot about it.
1: Yeah, and it's going to um, get spoiled for you
0: probably. <laughs> I, I I talked about this before
1: we started. I you don't like this movie. Most people don't like this movie. I really like this movie. Yes, it is the wayward stepchild of the MCU for many reasons. We'll get to later. Yeah. Um, but it it's a solid Hulk movie. It is everything a Hulk movie for the most part should be. He's on the run <laughs> I mean, from the he... government. He's you know he's got his relationship with Betty that's strained because of him being on the run from the government and <laughs> the monster that he turns into. He's trying to control that monster. I mean it, it's every you know and then he fights a big monster at the end. I mean it really ticks <laughs> all of the incredible Hulk boxes you would need for a solo movie.
0: Yeah, I mean you're you are right. I know. I cannot say that no, you're wrong. Right. Well, and that's. It still I mean, that doesn't that's... make it an, a very enjoyable movie. I still did enjoy yeah. it. it was, yeah. It's still an entertaining movie. Well, I mean, that's but, it's
1: the thing that I've been kind of championing about the MCU from the beginning is that even if you don't like the movie, like I, I heard people give me crap about the first Captain America movie, you know, and and some of these others. Okay. They are what the comics are, for the most part. You know, something like Guardians, they played around with it a lot more because no one knew who they were, so they could. (laughs) Yeah. By and large, the movies you're seeing are, for the most part, what the comic books are. And not every comic book is for everybody. You know, I'm one of those people that likes everything. (laughs) At least a little bit. You know, I yeah. can find that value in just about anything. And so if if you don't like this version of Hulk, maybe it's just not your cup of tea story-wise.
0: All right.
1: You know, and that maybe happens. Maybe it's not. That's okay. Yeah. We accept you the way you are. But I'm still <laughs> going to champion this movie because I enjoy it.
0: All right. <laughs> All right, fair enough. All, All right. right, well, let's talk about more of this. Um, So this was uh, directed by, is, is it Louis LaTerriere? Le- 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 I think so. He he's French. I do know that. So I yeah. think the uh, Louis I will stick with, but Le- mm-hmm. Louis Le-, Le Terrier, and screenplay was by Zach Penn. Mm-hmm. Um, there there was uh doing my research on this. I guess Edward Norton did do a lot of um, I guess sc- edits to the script, rewrites and uh, his own rewrites and stuff. Like that. almost like uh, yeah, every day and. I guess on some posters, he was even credited as being uh, one of the writers. Um, But this was, I guess, the Screen Actors Guild or something like that. They said, no, Edward Norton didn't actually change anything significant enough to make Mm -hmm. him a writer. Uh, So just a little fun fact. There's more of those coming later on. Don't you (laughs) worry. Spoilers. (laughs) So uh, this movie was starring Edward Norton, Liv Tyler, Tim Roth, William Hurt, and Tim Blake Nelson. Mm-hmm. Uh, released June thirteenth, two thousand eight. The budget was one hundred and fifty million, and box office for a Marvel movie it was just two hundred and sixty four point eight million. Yeah. Yes, that is a lot. Yes, it made money, but <laughs> yeah, for, I mean, for it, all the compared to all the other Marvel movies, it wasn't much. <laughs> yeah, and
1: it's funny because this was the character people knew. I don't know if we talked about it in Iron Man, but they made the they made our Iron Man, and then like mm-hmm. right as that was wrapping, they started this, and right. the hope was Iron Man would do okay, <laughs> good enough to keep him going. But Hulk was going to be the one because everybody knows who the Hulk is. Right. That's the one that was going to help them kick off the universe, and it ended up being the exact opposite. And
0: yeah, that's, <laughs> that's funny how it works. Yeah,
1: I, and it's just quality. Like I'm, just, I, Yeah, I'm going to champion this movie, but it is, out of phase one, it is the lesser. Out of everything, yeah. I would probably put it in the bottom three. Okay. Maybe okay. four, but I, I don't think it's the worst one. It'll be a little bit before we get to the worst one, as far as I'm <laughs> concerned. Okay. But...
0: We'll get to that when we get to it. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's do a little uh, about the movie now. Uh, director Louis Latier actually expressed interest in directing the Iron Man film adaptation. But as we learned on the Iron Man episode, uh, that was directed by Jon Favreau. Mm-hmm. So Marvel offered him this film instead. Uh, Latier was reluctant as he was unsure if he could replicate Lee's style. But Marvel explained that that was not their intent. Uh, Leteriere said that he planned to show Bruce Banner's struggle with the monster within him, while Feige added the film would explore, quote, that element of wish fulfillment of overcoming an injustice or a bully and tapping into a strength that you didn't quite realize you had in yourself, unquote. Uh, Zach Penn, who wrote a draft of the first film in 1996, said the film would follow up Hulk, but stressed it would be more tonally similar to the TV show, and Bruce Jones' run on the comic. He included two scenes from his 1996 script, uh, which were Banner jumping from a helicopter to trigger a transformation, and realizing he is unable to have... uh, We'll go with intimate relations with Betty. Mm -hmm. Very controversial thing.
1: I always thought that the helicopter thing came from the Ultimates, because that's something that they did there. I, I haven't read it in a long time, but they, for whatever reason, Bruce... Couldn't turn into the Hulk, or they wanted him to, and forced him, and they like pushed him out of a helicopter.
0: Okay,
1: I th- always thought it was from that, but I was wrong.
0: I mean, it could be both. You know, maybe Penn stole it from that. Yeah, could be. Yeah,
1: it's it, you know, in this the intimate relations thing. I I get the problems. That is that <laughs> that one. Like, yeah, I, I'm not gonna. It's not the most egregious thing I've heard in a comic book movie, but right. it also didn't need to be there at all.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. But, and it's I basically mean,
1: it, retconned by Age of Ultron. <laughs>
0: yeah. But it was, it's still, it, it was an entertaining kind of scene and it kind of lo- made it a little lighter yeah. for the movie. So I, I get why they included it. Hmm. But yeah. Not necessary. Yeah. Uh, After the studio rejected a treatment by another screenwriter in 2006, Penn wrote three drafts before departing in early 2007 to promote his film The Grand. Uh, Norton that April began discussions to play Banner and arranged a deal that included him as both an actor and a writer, as we mentioned before. Uh, With the screenplay draft, he was contractually obligated to turn in within a month. Uh, He did so and continued to polish his draft as late as halfway through the principal photography. Because, uh, yeah, he just kept working on it every day. So, yeah, um, he's.
1: I've always liked Edward Norton. Yeah. I mean, I almost everything I've seen him in, even if I don't like the movie, I like him. Yeah. But after yeah. hearing how he was on this and trying to get him signed on to Avengers, yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> I he wanted a lot more. And that, that's a problem that Marvel faced very early on. Anyway, and they still get flack for is that Kevin Feige and Marvel have control, mm-hmm. and they have a plan, and you stick to that plan. You can, you know, add your flourishes, but there is a right. line that you must connect back to, and if you don't, you're out. Yeah. Cause, it cause sucks, they, but it's the reason planet. it works.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, if, if they have this big plan and everything needs to connect certain ways and you just go off, then they can no longer connect that. Yeah. It, it, it just ruins it.
1: And it's the reason but, why up until like Civil War, this movie didn't exist in the timeline. Like it didn't matter. <laughs> it was because Hulk is <laughs> in no other movies. Um, yeah. I don't know. We probably won't cover that on this. So I'll say it now. Uh, Universal Studios owns the rights to the Hulk. Mm-hmm. When Marvel went bankrupt in the 90s, they had to sell off the rights to a bunch of their characters, and Universal got Hulk, which is why all the other movies in Phase 1 are Paramount, and Incredible Hulk is Universal. Right. Marvel cannot make a solo Hulk movie unless it is through Universal. And yeah. now that they're owned by Disney, that's just not a thing that's going to happen. <laughs> um, I don't know... Why it's still the case, a lot of times it was if they didn't make a movie within five years of the last one, the rights reverted back, which is why we got that shitty Josh Trank Fantastic Four movie. (laughs) But I don't know if it's because he keeps showing up in Avengers movies, it makes it last longer, or what? And I don't know how She-Hulk is going to work, because that's a thing that's coming to Disney Plus, so maybe it doesn't count TV for streaming because streaming's new, so it wasn't part of the contract. Okay, I don't know, that's just a yeah. guess, but that's the it's reason we haven't scenes. seen a Hulk sequel since ever.
0: <laughs> all right, fair enough. So, all right, uh, filming began on July 9th, 2007. Uh, shooting primarily took place in Toronto because Mayor David Miller is a Hulk fan and promised to be very helpful to the crew when closing Yonge Street for four nights in a September. Uh, in September to shoot Hulk and Balansky's climatic fight, uh, despite messing up the street with explosives and overturned burning vehicles, the crew would clean it up with twenty within twenty minutes, uh, so business could continue as normal each day. That's crazy. That seems too fast, but it was. It was. I think on Wikipedia is where I found most of this info. So
1: watch, uh, watch the special features, man. When uh, it back, I don't remember the exact time it took, yeah. but. They, they have a time-lapse video of it, and I mean, it's they have a team, and it's okay. <laughs> we start here, we end here, and it's done, and it's Jeez. back to normal it's, <laughs> in no time. It's
0: crazy, man. <laughs> That's pretty cool, though. I should have them clean my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could use that for <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, the first action sequence shot with, uh, was the Culver University Battle, which was filmed at the University of Toronto in Morningside Park. Uh, The filmmakers built a glass wall over a walkway at the university uh, for when the soldiers trap a banner inside to smoke him out. A factory in Hamilton, Ontario, which was due for demolition, was the interior of the Brazilian factory, and the site's underground floors were used for Ross's Military Command Center. Hmm. I like that. They kind of used the same spot for different things. Hmm. Uh, The Incredible Hulk joined Toronto's green screen initiative to help cut carbon emissions and waste created during filming. And they actually ended up becoming the first blockbuster film to receive the Environmental Media Association's Green Seal which is displayed during the end credits. Hmm. Uh, The original opening was going to be where Banner comes to the Arctic to commit suicide. Uh, When the scene ends in an instant, the frozen body of Captain America is partially seen in the ice. The Terrier said he did not want this scene to be lost amid the opening montage. Uh, but still we th- i i think it'd be cool i know you you probably do but well you might you might not i don't know i think it'd be cooler
1: well once you finish your sentence there i'll let you know is that it <laughs> that's all God. okay i uh, you and <laughs> it's uh, it's available on the uh, special features uh as a deleted scene so i i have watched it a couple times yeah as a cap fan the more cap the better i mean i think part of why i like this movie is that it connects with the super soldier program and all that fun stuff. Yeah. I don't know. It it would completely change how we get cap in modern day.
0: Yeah. That's this is the reason why I think you might not have wanted it.
1: And I mean (laughs) it's tough. I don't know. I mean there's definitely different ways they could have done it. If they showed him they also could have just Said, screw it, we'll do it our way anyway. And yeah. it would have been one of those, you know, obscure details that's lost to time. Of, you know, again, Incredible Hulk is a movie that most people forget is in the MCU. Right. So they could have gotten away with changing and it, it wouldn't have mattered. But
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. The,
1: the ending to Cap 1 is too good to say, oh, they could have done it better. I mean, in a, in a couple episodes, Fair. I'll wax on. Poetic about how much I love that movie, um but there, there's very little that I would change about it.
0: I believe it. Yeah. I yeah. So. I, I and you know I wouldn't be able to argue to change much either. So yeah.
1: that's I, that's, I that's my thing. It's like because the idea of it is cool. The idea of him going to the Arctic because it's yeah. so cold. And he's far away from people, but it you know dulls his senses, and the hope would be that you know it subdues Hulk so he doesn't right. change. And mm-hmm. him trying to you know shoot himself in the ice, it it is a cool idea and a cool scene, and they reference it a little bit in Avengers.
0: Yeah, I was just gonna mention that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. So, it it, it would have been cool, but I I can live without it
0: yeah it it doesn't it, the reference doesn't change it still could have happened it just wasn't shown in the movie yeah and it just well, it happened obviously to, did because yeah it happened it. it just
1: didn't happen the way that because in the for those that haven't seen it he tries to shoot himself and i haven't watched it in a long time so i'm gonna forget some of it i don't think you see all of hulk but you realize he's transformed into the hulk and he okay. gets angry and smashes up the ice And as the ice smashes up, there's a giant chunk that comes at the screen, and you can see Cap's shield and an outline of a person. Hmm. Obviously, this was years before we had Chris Evans' cast, so there was no, like, face. Right, yeah. But it was like a silhouette, and you could clearly see Cap's shield.
0: Hmm. Nice. It sounds cool, yeah. I I definitely have to check, check on the special features for that.
1: Yeah. It's back in the day before... Uh, Disney got involved and we just got feature Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, well, like, Iron Man's has, like, this eight-part, hour-plus-long documentary on the making of and Hulk isn't too far behind. Like, wow. they went in-depth okay. at Paramount.
0: Yeah. Nice. All right, uh, well, that's kind of all I got for kind of the backstory and, and all that. So now we're going to do a little talking points.
2: Okay.
0: And the first one I got here is the opening origin story. Mm-hmm. um I'm gonna I'll, I'll ask for your opinion but i I like the way they did it because as like you mentioned before we, everybody knows Hulk already like we mm-hmm. know who he is how he becomes who he is and I like that they they did the opening scene to to just kind of show glimpses here and there of his origin story so it wasn't the whole movie wasn't his origin story or halfway right. through he's finally going to become the Hulk he already is yeah so I I, I enjoyed that they did it that way Me too, because, I mean,
1: if you think about it, it had only been five years since Ang Lee's Hulk. Mm -hmm. His came out in 2003. And as terrible as that movie is, it does the origin. I mean, you see Eric Bana step in front of Rick Jones in the big collider room thing and gets his powers and has to deal with it and all that stuff. And that's a great story, but... It's like what they've done... Since then, with characters like Spider-Man and Black Panther, in a way, it's mm-hmm. you don't need to have such an excruciating origin to get to the interesting stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: And with Hulk, it it helps to have him a year or so down the line, where he's already dealing with the problems and yeah. on the run from law enforcement and like it it sucks you into that world much faster. Yes. And it's a cool nod to the original series uh, with uh, Bill Bixby and Lou Ferrigno. The, yeah. The um, contraption he's in is more or less what that show was and that green light cross thing on his face is exactly the way that show started.
0: You are taking some of my Easter eggs. Sorry. I added I think it's like very towards the end if i added i think i added i don't know now now that you say it now that i'm thinking about it and saying well i won't it, say any of the other ones
1: the, the other little uh, no there's a ton of that when you didn't have easter eggs in your notes before i went how do you not have easter eggs in your notes before they even oh. we even see the hulk at culver university i could name like 10 things that were <laughs> little nuggets of this is this this is that this could be this
0: well i think i might have had them under my fun facts hmm. And I just didn't call them Easter eggs, for sure. But anyways, I'm sure everyone cares very much about this. I do. I, I think <laughs> I so. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Our next talking point is uh, we for our our first kind of sighting of uh, Hulk. So it's it's Banner for I don't know what 15, 15 minutes or so before we yeah, actually see the Hulk take. come out. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I. Yeah. I like I said. I. I I think Marvel found a way to make origin stories interesting. I've been thinking about this recently where when I was a kid, I don't know if you were the same way, but like when I saw Sam Raimi's Spider-Man and Fantastic Four and stuff, it's like, yeah, I like mm-hmm. the movies, but I didn't really care until they became superheroes and put
0: on the suits. Um, I probably have to think about it, but I mean, just quickly thinking back, yeah, I don't remember the origin story parts. I only remember, yeah, once he's Spider-Man.
1: Yeah. And it's so. just I would almost like just do something else or fast forward <laughs> or whatever, you know, <laughs> skip to that scene cuz DVDs were a thing by then. And I I always hated the origin story part, but these movies found a way to make that part almost more interesting than mm. the action stuff. Yeah. Cuz you care. Yeah. And I don't know what the difference is. I don't know if it's a tone thing, if it's a the the rapid editing kind of techniques that they just didn't have it, back then or what but
0: yeah it it could be that because I I mean watching older movies they are a lot slower than yeah. current ones are and and I've I've heard that it's it's because you know the quicker that it is the your your mind pays attention more because mm-hmm. the quick transitions stuff like that would I'm sure is the case but. Hmm. I would hope it's more than just that. We're <laughs> done like, oh, we we fast quickly.
1: pictures. <laughs> yeah. To I be interested.
0: But and, and it is probably that and better storytelling and hmm. and the acting's a better, better way of having to invest. And, yeah. yeah. So it's probably a lot of that kind of stuff. But but I, I enjoyed seeing Hulk um appear kind of at first and I like that. They showed it from far away in that scope, and you can kind of see him transition. And then he was in the shadows, mm-hmm. and he would just pull people out. It, it, it was it was cool. It wasn't just a the first time he changed, you didn't see it like we do later in the movie, which I, I thought was an interesting way to do it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it it builds it up, and I think
0: mm-hmm.
1: I, I would always I, I've always wanted to know what it'd be like to watch these movies not knowing okay. the things I know.
0: Yeah, I do too. <laughs>
1: even today, it's like God. I wish I could come into this fresh and not know everything that's happening before it happens. Yeah, because <laughs> what would it be like to not know who the Hulk is and watch this movie and go, "Oh my God, this guy is turning into this big, you know, green something," and we can't even see it, and he's in the shadows. Like how creepy yeah. and scary that yeah. might be.
0: Honestly, we 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 might even think just like. Um... What's his face? Tim Roth's character. I can't think of his name now.
1: Neil Blons- Blonsky?
0: Blonsky, yeah. It We'd probably be just like him. It's like, well, wh- where did this guy come from? Was this guy in the warehouse the whole time? Yeah. It, we wouldn't even think that he transformed If you didn't really know Hulk, you wouldn't think a human transformed into that. Yeah. You would think, oh, this guy was in there. That's why he went to the warehouse. Because yeah. this guy was there. Yeah. So yeah I would, mean, you, you can kind of put things
1: together way. through the context of the opening montage. But, Maybe. yeah, it would just be really interesting. And I I mean, again, as a horror fan, I think I talked about this on Iron Man. They kind of monsterized even Iron Man's reveal. And mm. Hulk being a monster, it, <laughs> it definitely had that creepy scare factor of this giant monster in the shadows ripping people into the darkness and flinging them across the room. Yeah. <laughs> it was just... Dying. I mean, at the... At the time, seeing an action-packed Hulk movie was a big deal. Because Ang Lee's yeah. movie is boring as shit. <laughs> yeah, it, it has is. its moments, but yeah. it's very boring.
0: It is. Like, when I think of that movie, I don't think of the action, unfortunately.
1: I, I think Hulk dogs. That's the first <laughs> yeah. thing that comes into my m- And fighting clouds. Yeah. <laughs> But this, like, just seeing him fight a big monster at the end was like, how is this not what we've seen in a Hulk movie before?
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: This this seems, seems like, like the that, obvious choice, but I don't know.
0: <laughs> All right, my next talking point is uh, that everything Ross is wondering where they are. They then appear. Like, I, I was wondering
1: what that sentence
0: meant because he's there. It's when they're at uh, the university. Mm-hmm. and all these things show up and he gets he has like where's my 50 cows the 50 cows show up oh. <laughs> and then, where's my helicopter the helicopter shows up <laughs> where's my this and then they show up it's like did you guys just plan plan this <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm just like,
1: wait two seconds you jerk
0: yeah so there was i just it was one of the, the things where i was like okay <laughs> yeah and i did it like I I noticed I you know I remember the first time and then he did it again and then a the third time I'm like oh, what the fuck's going on here I don't remember this but now that I'm I'm watching this to talk about it like, I'm noticing this and it's a little cheesy
1: I'm gonna have to pay attention to that next time it, that happened to me with I, Aquaman okay. when people burst into rooms through walls like four times I I remember that being a thing.
0: <laughs> thing yeah. It's like Use that fucking door.
1: The first time was cool. Second time, was, oh, okay, fine. And then by the fourth time, I was like, again? Yeah. Really?
0: <laughs> so that, that was just kind of what I, I, I wanted to throw that out there. <laughs> I just thought it was entertaining that everything, where are my whatever? Oh, there, and it, then is. They, oh, there it is. Yeah, okay. Next scene. Sorry. There it is. <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm just really excited. I'm, I get anxious. It's, it's like Luis from Ant-Man. Sorry, sorry, I
0: I get excited. (laughs) I love Louise. We get our first meeting uh, of Mister Blue in Mm -hmm. uh, all the blood that he has from concentrating banners. Mm -hmm. It was a lot. I don't, I don't know if that's how it works.
1: (laughs) I don't either. And yeah, I mean, because they do say it is all Bruce's blood. Yep. And we definitely skip from like the beginning of the movie to the end of the movie. But I wanted to add more to this, um, but really. It is slow in its way. Yeah. New age mm-hmm. slow, as in not much really <laughs> you know happens other than what needs to happen. Yeah. Because the guy, uh, Samuel Stearns, is a supervillain in the Hulk mythos. Mm-hmm. So if you know Hulk, you know the comics, hearing the name Samuel Stearns, you go, oh, well, that's interesting. And that leads to a fun Easter egg towards the end. Yeah. That, unfortunately, never goes anywhere.
0: Yeah, I was going to... That's another thing I wanted to talk about was... Do you think that will go anywhere?
1: Well, so... They started doing tie-in comics to the movies. Okay. Um, I think the first one they did was for Iron Man 2. But... Okay. They did one for Avengers, which is, if you're going to read any of them, read the one for Avengers. It's called Fury's Big Week. Hmm. And it essentially ties together Iron Man 2, Incredible Hulk, Thor, and Finding Captain America in the Ice. All of those all right. things happen at about the same time.
0: I, I read that, yeah. They all happen like within the same week. Yeah. That's, yeah.
1: that's Fury's big week. And that's why, because if you look at, and we'll probably talk about it, next movie with Iron Man 2, at the end, when Tony's in that uh, warehouse thing.
0: Hold on. What, did you say, you're not, it's not next week. I think you said next week.
1: Oh, sorry. Next <laughs> movie that we talk about. Yeah. yeah. In a month. Sorry. I know. When Get I, when I talked
0: about Iron Man, I almost had last episode on oh. Iron Man.
1: <laughs> but our next movie episode, which will be in like yes. four weeks. Iron Man 2. Uh, when he's at the end, when he's in the warehouse talking to Fury, there's all those monitors. And one of the monitors is the mm. news report from Hulk's attack on Culver University. Okay. And you see it's the same reporter who's doing the interview in The Incredible Hulk. And so okay, that's okay. broadcasting. There's also a map of New Mexico with the the landing site for the hammer and obviously that's mm-hmm. where colson goes um and yeah, and this right. is where the the timeline gets screwy cuz this was the second movie released but it kind of is like the fourth or fifth movie you need to watch or sixth okay. if you bring in <laughs> captain marvel so okay. it does get tricky i don't remember where my point was oh in the <laughs> in the fury's big week yeah There's a scene that shows the leader, which is Samuel Sterns, with a giant misshapen head Mm -hmm. in S.H.I.E.L.D. custody. Ah, Okay. And I don't remember if you see him, but there's also a reference to uh, Emil Blonsky's abomination, also in S.H.I.E.L.D. custody.
0: I also... That's another talking point I have as well, so perfect. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it all is... And it, that's the, what sucks is that's never mentioned in any of the movies. Right. Because this movie doesn't exist as far as most of the MCO is <laughs> concerned. It's kind of like Agents of <laughs> S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, it's there, but it's is it really?
0: <laughs> yeah. If we took it out, would it matter? No.
1: Not, okay. not really.
0: After season two, no. Not really. <laughs> I think it dipped down and then it, it got better, I think.
1: Really? I didn't get through four. I, one of these days I want to get back into it. Well, now, we talked about She-Hulk before. Tim Roth is in She-Hulk. Oh, is he really? Yeah, that was announced at uh, the presentation.
0: As a or Yeah.
1: I mean, as... Yeah, so whether they have him as Abomination, found a way to Bruce Banner him, so he can change back and forth, probably, would be my guess. Okay. Because that's a lot of money. And they also have to (laughs) She-Hulk... every episode <laughs> unless they have her change back and forth.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the, the, the quality of, um, vision looks pretty good. I know it's oh, not yeah. movie quality cause I've seen some kind of comparison photos, but mm. it still looks really good. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, they're not skimping on the, the monies no. for yeah. this, this stuff. So I, it's hard yeah. to say cause she Hulk is a character who is her Hulk form all the time but maintains mm-hmm. her human normal mind. Right. Are they going to, I don't know if they're going to do that in the books or, or in the show or not, but
0: I'm excited to find out then, uh, probably next year. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, my next talking point is our, our first sighting, I guess seeing of abomination. Mm-hmm. You can go ahead. I, th- I talk a lot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. You've you've got more knowledge. So it's like you have more to say than my ramblings. Fair. Um, I thought it was cool. I mean, getting past the the CGI not being as good as it is now, it, it's that's it's just it is what it is. Um, but I, I it's, it was still cool, and, and um, I thought it was interesting the way they did it. And I'm still kind of confused. I mean, I know it, they did it so that he would look like Abomination, but just the uh, the bones coming out of the elbows and the spine i think the spine thing i kind of read that it's because they injected into his spine so that's where the mutation of the spine came from mm. and I, I guess i it would make sense because they also did it into his other bones so maybe that's why they were extra protruded yeah um, i mean it's but it looked cool
1: yeah he, he's a super interesting style it looks nothing like the books uh, in the comics, he's much more scaly, and uh, he has like pointy ears. I'm, maybe I'll send you a picture. Here. Yeah,
0: I, I I did read about the pointy ears that that they wanted to have him in there, but they didn't because uh, <laughs> I actually read this in two different articles that if he had the pointy ears, Hulk would have gone after them and bit them off, uh, similar to Mike Tyson biting off uh, Evander Holyfield's ear. It's like that's fair. Okay. That could have been cool yeah. though. Yeah, they, that was another thing they thought would be maybe a little too graphic for a, a PG-13. Yeah. <laughs> Which maybe, I guess, biting an ear off is probably not a pleasant sight, but... Well, we did see
1: it in real life, so it's, you know, it's kind of hard to say. <laughs> I guess, yeah.
0: Just, man, that's a weird guy. <laughs> Mike Tyson. Yeah, right. I, I, I still thought it was. It looked cool. I mean, yeah, definitely.
1: I just sent uh, the a picture of what he looks like to you in, in Messenger there. Okay, but yeah, I mean, he's he's scaly. He has like an not really an armature, but like he almost looks like Killer Croc, just with different facial features. Like he's just he's Hulk-ish yeah. size with this sort of scaly plating all around him.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it uh, the abomination we got in the movie definitely looked like it had a bigger body to head comparison. Yeah, which was a little bit weird. Um, but I I did see uh, another in another article that they kind of wanted them both to kind of look like linebackers. Mm. So I'm assuming that was with pads, yeah, and no I helmet. Would think so. <laughs> Something like that. So I I, I guess if, if, if a linebacker with pads and a helmet on was to grow like that, that would kind of be the body shape. Yeah. Bigger body versus smaller head.
1: And it just tracks. I mean it helps them look different so that mm-hmm. it's not two green weird monsters fighting each other. They kept them like more or less yeah. skin toned or like a yeah. mossy green. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's probably one of the biggest departures in the movies from the books from style and that's something that's thankfully uh fixed from this point on right but it it stands out it's it's definitely inter- it makes sense too because i mean hulk is just a big green guy yeah and therefore abomination because you're not I don't know Abomination's origins in the comics to why he's all scaly and the ears and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um but in the context of this movie, he's just a guy who had these injections into his bones and body. Therefore yeah. and without the big green exposure to gamma radiation that I assume would turn Hulk green, so <laughs> it 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 tracks, it's just you know. One of those things. Yeah.
0: Now, I, I don't have it on here, but we should probably talk about the big fight. I, I I don't know why I didn't put it on here. I think I've thought of it at the beginning of my list and thought I'd put it at the end of my list or later in my list, and I just never did. You're just having
1: <laughs> list issues.
0: I guess. Uh, <laughs> but let's talk about the fight. I, I thought the fight was cool. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, it, it is what, what would you would expect from a Hulk fight. It's just two giant creatures just beating the shit out of each other, jumping around. Don't It doesn't matter what's in their way. It's not going to slow them down.
1: Yeah. Well, and I like cool how see. they used their surroundings. Like when Hulk uses the cop car as boxing gloves. Yes, that was very cool. And just beats the shit out of him. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, it was. And I like that they, they were breaking as he was hitting. And they didn't just stay as yeah. two cop car They were like shattering
1: gloves. in his hands. Yeah, yeah and it was it, very cool. And it's brutal, too. I mean, Abomination is stabbing him with his bone elbow thing. Yeah. And well,
0: then then Hulk freaking breaks it off and stabs him back.
1: Yeah. I mean <laughs> when works. they're hanging off the helicopter, Hulk has his hand on Abomination's back and he like twists his fingers to like break some of the vertebrae in his spine.
0: Yeah. Just brutal.
1: Yeah. And it's it- it's done in a kind of fun way. It's still pretty dark and gritty, but it's fun enough where you go, Okay, yeah, yeah, he just snapped off his bone and stabbed him with it. That's cool but it, yeah, if I, you I, stop and think about it, like, he chokes him out with a big <laughs> chain thing. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> Practically yeah. to death and has to be told to stop.
0: Yeah, like, has to be snapped out of it to stop. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I think if, if these were... If if they didn't look like monsters, this would have been probably rated higher. Yeah. Because, it, it, I mean, if these were two people, if it was someone breaking someone else's arm and taking that then bone and stabbing them, mm-hmm. like, that would be... R or above, <laughs> but yeah, since it was so. somewhat animated and they, mm. it's a it's a fantasy almost that that they got away with it. But mm. it was some brutal fighting.
1: Yeah, and I love the the visuals of them facing off against each other, and there's the fire in the background, so they're you know illuminated orange a little bit. Like yeah, it's a yeah. little cartoon video gamey, but it's two big monsters fighting, so it just looks awesome.
0: Yeah, it was a cool. For 2008. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'd I'd love to see it redone. Yeah. I mean, we kind of do with Hulkbuster.
1: Yeah. And it's one of those things where it's... Because, I mean, even... Again, to separate this movie from the MCU, Hulk looks so different. Yes. I mean, he kind of looks different in Avengers 1 compared to 2 and Thor and etc. Yeah. But he is completely different in this compared to everything else. Yeah. And it's too bad. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And and I get it. A a big part of it is they matched Ruffalo. I mean, if you look at that Hulk, yeah, it's very much like the books, but it's also very much Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. I just did a giant binge of all the movies and that scene in Ragnarok... When he's watching the video of himself on the monitors mm. in the Quinjet, they match up Ruffalo's face to Hulk's face as he's, you know, falling out of the jet. And it's mirrored, more or less. Like, it's... Right. It is him as the Hulk. Yeah. So that's a big part of it. Right. And shitty CG from, you know, before <laughs> they got the people at ILM to, to do it right.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. it did help technology definitely did some big leaps mm-hmm. i feel all right uh, my next thing is banner accepting hulk can be used for good mm-hmm. this is kind of where he's up there up in the helicopter and he's like yeah, look the only way you're gonna stop him is with me and i i i i guess you could see that's not really him saying yeah i couldn't be good but i i i took it that way
1: yeah i mean and that's they, they do a nice way of kind of sidestepping the he has full control now mm-hmm. and being like, well, maybe I can't control it, but I can aim it. Yes. Yeah. Because usually when I'm Hulk, there's nothing that can stop me and I just go nuts and kill hen- <laughs> hunters and stuff. But yeah. in this context, if there's another big monster... I'm going to, whether I'm trying to stop him or save people or whatever, I'm at least going to try and stop the big monster because I'm the yeah. big monster.
0: Yeah. And yeah, and you can't stop me with yeah. what you've tried. So yeah. how are you going to stop him? Yeah. yeah. And I, th- I think he, Abomination in this is actually bigger. I think I read that, that he's like 11 feet versus Hulk's nine feet. Huh. He Which, does look yeah. bigger. Yeah. But I mean, there, it's, yeah, it's
1: there's <laughs> something in Hulk where he just he, the angrier he gets, the stronger he gets. And therefore, eventually he just wins.
0: Yeah, but they, they didn't do that in this movie. And, and they, they I read that as a thing that they deliberately did was they didn't want him to get bigger the angrier he got. Because mm-hmm. I remember that being a thing. And I was wondering when he was getting his ass kicked, like, is he going to get bigger? Does he get bigger in this? I didn't remember for sure. And mm-hmm. he didn't. Which I thought that would have been cool to see. Oh, yeah, definitely. And it,
1: it, in today's CG, it would be even cooler. It's. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, it all works, though. I think it, it just kind of has Hulk be better at what he does because he's mm-hmm. been doing it longer, I guess.
0: Yeah. Yeah. For you sure.
1: Know. Blonsky just turned into this thing like 10 minutes ago. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they even pointed that out. It was that's uh, kind of why he stumbles around? Is because he's not used to this extra weight and and mm-hmm. the dimensions, I guess, of his body. And yeah. So you do kind of see him stumbling around. So. Yeah, but he's just. A uh, great. We talked I, about I love t- Tim Roth. I know he's he's, he's just great.
1: great from the Tarantino days on, and. I,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: I could watch him. I on still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, you can watch him on She-Hulk next year, like you said. I'm very excited <laughs> for that. Uh, we talked about Abomination, where he is now. Um, I would like to see that play out more, which hopefully maybe they will do in She-Hulk. They have to do something. But, I mean, it, it's one of the things
1: that I think is nice about the MCU now, and I think I talked yeah. about this in Iron Man and maybe some of the others, is that they found a way to retcon and make things that have been forgotten more important. Yes. You know, with Endgame, Thor going back to the Dark World when uh, Frigga died, that -hmm. movie then becomes much more interesting and important and worth watching again. Yeah. You know, making um, Gary Shanling, Hydra agent in Winter Soldier, makes Iron Man 2 that much more interesting because he's trying (laughs) to get a hold of Tony's armor. So is he trying to get a hold of it for the government or for Hydra?
0: For Hydra, yeah, we don't. It know. is cool that they can do that. Yeah, yeah. And so, and kind of in uh, homecoming or not homecoming, far from home. What the whole oh Tony was rude to this guy and mm-hmm. someone else was rude to him, and, it, and looking back, it's like, oh, this is why they turned into to this. Yeah, this so, is why yeah. everyone hates Tony Stark. Like they have yeah. a decent reason. <laughs> yeah, Some of them yeah. don't.
1: Obadiah Stane just kind of went crazy, but
0: yeah. Power hunger, I guess.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm excited. As soon as they announced that Tim Roth was going to be in it, because we knew Mark Ruffalo was going to show up. He had to, but yeah, when they announced Tim Roth, I was like, okay, finally, after all these years, we're going to have
0: something. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm excited for it.
1: Yeah. Hopefully, he'll be the big villain, and we'll get to see another cool fight. Like the two yeah, of but- them with a souped-up abomination. Yeah, because now That'd he be knows.
0: Awesome. He's kind of. He knows his body more. Because mm-hmm. he's a fighter. He loves a, big, a good fight. Yeah. That'd be I cool. mean, that's.
1: It's something cool that they've used. I mean, the way that. Because originally, the idea of uh, Blonsky is that he was being injected with a makeshift super soldier serum like cap. Mm-hmm. And so that scene in the park or whatever where all the soldiers are running and then he starts running and he just. Runs right past them, yeah, and is leagues ahead. That's the kind of stuff Cap does. I mean, they show him do it in almost every movie, including Infinity War, where he bursts out ahead and Black Panther's right there with him, and everyone else is like you know 10 feet behind him.
0: Yeah, can't keep up. Yeah. Yeah, it's
1: just one of those cool connection things where you can look back and go, Oh, okay, that's the same as this,
0: yeah. Yeah. And so that's why he can do the same thing they do. Yeah, yeah. it's very cool. Mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> um, I got here Banner is figuring out how to control his powers. Uh, this is almost the very end here, where he's kind of, um, meditating, I guess. Mm-hmm. And you can see his kind of green eyes turn. He's got that kind of smirk on his face. Yeah. So I, I, I thought it was cool, kind of showing that you know I've, I've got it in control now. I've I've accepted that this is who I am. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna make the best of it. So. Yeah, which is like not it.
1: entirely followed through in Avengers, but close yeah. enough. Yeah, I think the idea that he couldn't trigger it at will,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and they kind of get. And I, I think it's it's something smart that Marvel has done is kind of accepted and then pushed aside all the stupid things about their characters. <laughs> Like, having Iron Man be Tony Stark's bodyguard. Like, they made a joke about it at the end of the first movie, and it was a big thing in the comics. That's what it was. Right. And they made a joke about it, and then Tony said, no, I'm Iron Man. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: And it's like, yeah, there's some times where Bruce can be tricked and manipulated into getting angry enough to be Hulk. But Mm -hmm. more often than not, he just does it.
0: That's a secret. He's always angry. That's right, <laughs> just like me. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you big jerk. Uh.
0: Oh jeez, sorry. He's turning green, everyone. <laughs>
1: Hulk always um.
0: angry. <laughs> and uh, just kind of to end, end it up here, which I thought this was a mid credits, after credits, but it's like it's pretty much the end of the movie. Yeah, where Tony shows up in the bar to talk to. Uh, General General Ross, Ross.
1: even better. It was in the trailer. Was it really? Not the original trailer, but after Iron Man came out, it was like (laughs) in the second or third trailer before this came out.
0: Because some fucking suit said, "Hey, Iron Man's doing great. Show everyone he's in our movie." Mm -hmm. I love it. I God. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, and I, that I that's the thing I totally get it and this was a n- brand yeah. new system of doing things that people I mean i I still find back when we could go to movies that <laughs> in a marvel movie there'd be people getting up when as soon as the credits roll yeah, and it's like understood. how do you not understand 10 years in how this works yeah they're not always <laughs> important. But most of them right. are. If, if at <laughs> the very least, they're kind of funny. Yeah, like,
0: <laughs> I, I know. I every time I and it's it's almost like a bet I do with myself is like, how many people will get up and leave? It, because it, it, it's it's yeah. it's someone will. There's mm-hmm. always one or one or two people yeah. at the least. I've noticed it's, it's towards
1: the end of the last you know couple that people didn't, but. Yeah, there it, was it, definitely a a time where it was like okay, like every time someone or a bunch of people leave.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. All right, well, that's kind of all the talking points that I had. Did you have did we cover the ones that you had or did you have some more?
1: Uh, I'd have to go back and look real quick. I think that was pre- I I most, mostly just kind of Added some detail of things that I wanted to bring up, and I think uh, the cameo that we haven't really talked about is in your fun facts or something. So,
0: okay, probably. I got a couple, and of if cameos. not,
1: I'll just try and remember to bring it up again because okay, it's the perfect. important cameo that we have to talk about in every movie.
0: Oh, well, yes, that one I think I have it listed. <laughs> I hope I didn't just well, it's obvious we won't forget, I don't even need to list it. Sure, Uh, but I I I did have up here some awards kind of that they got nominated for. Do we want to talk about those at all? Yeah. All right. Um. So what they got nominated for? Uh, chin choice. A what? Yes, that's words. (laughs) Chin Uh, uh, chin choice. If you don't know what it is, they have a great chin. (laughs) That's
1: like the chin's choice.
0: I hate you. Uh, So they got noted for that award and also the Teen Choice Awards. Oh, that one's good too. Uh, (laughs) For a choice summer movie in the action category. Uh, Some national movie awards. They got Best Superhero and Best Performance Male for Edward Norton. And the Scream (laughs) Awards. They got quite a few of those. They got Best Fantasy Movie, uh, Best Actor, Best Superhero. Both of those are for Edward Norton. Best Remake, which... Some people say it's not actually a remake. It's a reboot. Some lady, someone coined the phrase. uh, I forgot what it is now. They should have added more coins. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You stupid. But it was a a mix between reboot and remake. Mm -hmm. Um, Best line for Hulk Smash. Uh, Best comic book movie, The Incredible Hulk. And a Saturn Award. Um. Or obviously the movie uh those were all just nominations i don't think they won any of those or any mm-hmm. awards and i will which say is actually it's actually a lot more than i expected
1: yeah i mean it it's not a bad movie is the thing like it's it's not great and when you pit it up against what they've been doing over the last say six years from winter soldier on yeah you can't compare the two it's practically apples and oranges but it's
0: a solid there might be fun one movie. Just subconsciously doing, yeah, comparing I mean, it to all the movies, and it's like, no, you're yeah. way down there, buddy. Get out of here.
1: Yeah, and it's true. Like if I were to pick a movie out of the entire MCU to watch, it would not be this. If I were to pick a movie from Phase One, it would not be this. But it's still a good movie. I, I attribute the MCU to Pixar. Pixar has made some great movies. And they've made mm-hmm. some pretty good movies, but none of their movies are bad. They're bad yeah. in comparison yeah. to other Pixar movies, because they have <laughs> such great movies. Yeah. But you compare it to Shark Tale or, you hey, know, buddy. Osmosis Jones. Okay, that one I can <laughs> I can't stand or, up for that one at all. So. Or, or Shrek the Third. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right, that's fair.
1: Uh, But I do love, I wanted to mention the Hulk smash. Because this is the first time we've ever heard Hulk talk. Which was a a big deal for me anyway. Yeah. It it was just such a cool moment when they're on the roof. And it's a stupid lead in of Abomination (laughs) swinging that big chain thing going, any last words? And then we get (laughs) Hulk smash in Lou Ferrigno's, you know, auto-tuned voice. Yeah. Awesome.
0: Yeah. Which that, that is one of my uh, fun facts, I think, or Easter egg. I don't remember where I listed it. They're going to kind of, <laughs> mish, of mix things. together. Uh, but yeah, the, the voice, every line that you hear from Hulk is Lou Ferrigno's voice. <laughs> he so only has like cool. three or
1: four, but.
0: Yeah. Hulk smash. He uh, says
1: Betty in the woods, I think.
0: I think or so. Or no, I think before other... he
1: leaves, he says Betty.
0: Yeah, and then there's one other that I can't remember now. Yeah.
1: He says something in the woods. I don't remember what. Yeah. All right. Do you want to uh, back and forth the uh, fun facts? Yes. Give you a break-a-roo? Yeah. Uh, Louis the TDr wanted Mark Ruffalo for the role of Bruce Banner. Smart man. Uh, but Marvel <laughs> insisted on Edward Norton. Uh, Ruffalo would go on, of course, to replace Norton as Banner in future MCU movies. Yeah.
2: That's He's done cool.
1: great. Yes, he really yes, has. absolutely. I wasn't sure when they announced him, and I was really hoping for Edward Norton because I'm such a yeah. fan. But yeah. as soon as I saw him, it was like, okay, this
0: will yeah, do. This, I accept. Yeah. <laughs> uh, originally, Abomination was going to return as a supporting antagonist in Avengers: Age of Ultron, uh, but he was cut. Thank you. I don't know how far it went. Yeah, like I, I, I would assume that there was nothing filmed or anything like that. Yeah, but. It
1: might have just been in part of the story development.
0: Yeah. it would have been cool. Yeah. I don't I know mean, how it would have worked, but...
1: <laughs> it would have been a cool cold open. Like, if yeah. if Abomination had been running around the woods yeah, instead of the twins. That could have been cool.
0: That would. Yeah, I agree. Yeah.
1: Shield falls, and since he was in shield custody, Hydra uses him to
0: yeah.
1: do some shit. That'd be cool. I'll take the twins, though, because then we get WandaVision.
0: (laughs) Yes, for sure. Uh,
1: This is the only MCU phase one film in which Nick Fury does not appear. However, his name appears in the opening credit montage at the 246 mark on a S.H.I.E.L.D. page with the text, Nick Fury, S.H.I.E.L.D. Command, code red, New York, New York, and a bunch of numbers. I'd assume the zip code for New York.
0: Yeah, it looks too long, though. zero six zero
1: five six four, Whatever that is. Something that's too newer. long. That's not Zepka. <laughs> Just
0: shy of a phone number. <laughs> yeah, it's his phone number. Guess the rest. Uh, so, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, when Banner infiltrates the university as a pizza delivery man, he bribes a security guard, played by Lou Ferrigno. Hey. Uh, who played the Hulk in the TV series. Uh, one moment, Banner's eyes flash green. And then this is my part that I said, Fergno, also the voice of Hulk.
2: Hmm. Uh,
1: But do you have this interesting fun fact? Uh, Bill Bigsby can be seen on the TV screen uh, when Bruce is flipping through the channels at the beginning. When he ends up going on to watch Sesame Uh, Street.
0: Yeah, I think... I. I know I read it. I don't know for sure if I put it in my Easter eggs.
1: Yeah, the guy... So when that... we go to
0: read it, we'll find out. <laughs>
1: Fair enough. When the guy gets slapped in the face and goes, hey, that's a great punch, that's Bill Bixby. Mm. Uh, he passed okay. away many, many years ago, so obviously he couldn't be there in person. But yeah. that is a scene from something he had done.
0: Yeah, that's a nice little... Yeah. That sounds like an Easter egg, so it's probably in my Easter egg.
1: I would be amazed if it wasn't, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Hold> on. <laughs> uh. on. It's my turn. Uh, yeah. Visual effects company Image Engine spent over a year working on a shot where Banner's gamma-irradiated blood falls through three factory floors into a bottle.
0: I The only reason I put this in is because they spent so long. Over a year just That's on nuts. that. notes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's... It is a good I scene. I can see at the time... Yeah, and I can see at the time why it would take so long because... Mm-hmm. Now it's like, oh, that stuff happens all the time. Like you should see where what yeah, they I did can that do last now. week. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, I did it with my phone last week. I, <laughs> but I just thought that was a, it. It took them over a year to do that one scene.
1: <laughs> That's crazy. And then four years I mean, later, it, we have a Chitauri invasion scene. in the middle of New York.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, there are moments, moments foreshadowing Captain America: The First Avenger. Good. Move. First, there is a portrait of Steve Rogers, the original Captain America, in General Ross's office. Uh, next, a label can be seen on the storage tank reading Dr. Reinstein. Reinstein. Uh, the doctor who developed the super soldier serum that made Rogers into the captain. Did I, did I, did I write that? Really? Okay. Uh, along you with did. a radiation symbol <laughs> and the words of Vita Rays, <laughs> uh, hinting that the serum shouldn't be used without them. True story, because then you get an abomination. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh Betty's new boyfriend is Doc Sampson. Uh while the doctor working with Bruce is Samuel Stearns, destined to be the leader. Uh Doc Sampson is an ally of the Hulk in the comics. <laughs> He's usually just a big, beefy, built guy with long green hair. Uh during the climax, a bit of Bruce Banner's blood falls into a head wound that Stearns has. His head then starts pulsing and expanding. As he gives a signature smile. So that's the lead in for him to become the leader. Right. Which. He looks much more gruesome in that prelude comic that you should read. But. um, Okay. Yeah. In the comics, he's just a green faced guy with a big bulbous head.
0: Okay. Yeah. I I did not remember like rewatching it. I did not remember that scene whatsoever with his head pulsing. Yeah. Pulsing all that. Like, Mm -hmm. When I saw this go around, I was like, wait, what the fuck? Hmm. We don't see this again. Like, who does he turn... Obviously, this is something. Mm-hmm. Like, you wouldn't just have it because that's not a normal thing to happen. And I I just like... So I was kind of disappointed. I was like, well, nothing ever happens with this. I don't know. That sucks. I well, Well,
1: you know, given what our next episode is, which you may forget uh, what it is, but we'll say it at the end, we could talk about <laughs> some of the things that we would love to see uh okay. you know, in the future. There we go. Some things we may never see, but we <laughs> yeah, we'll get to it later. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um at around the thirty-eight minute mark, Edward Norton's wife wait, that doesn't that doesn't go together. Does it? Yes it does.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: I gotta read the whole thing, it'll make sense, everyone. Uh so at around the thirty eight minute mark, Edward Norton's wife, Shauna Robertson, produced Knocked Up, two thousand seven. And he wished uh, to have one of the stars of Knocked Up appear in a cameo as a computer nerd. So here we go. Okay. Uh, the role was offered to Jason Segel, Jonah Hill, and Seth Rogen before Martin Starr was eventually cast. Uh, Starr would ap- later make an appearance as another character. I want to say the same character.
1: Yeah, I think he's the same guy. He might as well yes. be. Yeah, Age-wise, exactly. it he doesn't as well matter. Be. So, I mean, yeah. he might as well be.
0: Yeah, he's, it, this is him in college. No, he's a teacher. Uh, in spider-man homecoming another marvel another mcu uh film nine years later which yeah that pans out mm-hmm. uh paul rudd another actor from knocked up uh, would also later appear in mcu movies as ant-man or scott Lang in the movie ant-man, Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> good yeah shot. i when i saw the guy when he lifts up the pizza and is like yeah awesome pizza mm-hmm. like, wait that is that him and so I had to go and look it up, and it is—it was Martin Starr. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, my wife and I just finished watching uh, *Freaks and Geeks* oh, on Hulu, sure. and it has oh, yeah. all the Seth Rogen crew and Martin Starr as one of the kids. Yeah, and I, I had to look yeah. him up because I mean he's a kid, so it's like, is that really oh, who yeah. I think it is? Like, oh, okay, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. They are so young in that movie. Mm-hmm. Show. Or it's show. A show. <laughs> there's, there's a her. movie they split up into <laughs> equal parts. Thirteen episodes. <laughs> yeah. Of a serialized uh, show. That's right. All right. Now we're going to jump into some Easter eggs, which, I mean, I'm going to call it the same thing in this episode, at least. Mm-hmm. You want to start out? Sure.
1: Uh, the Stark Industries blueprints uh, can be found at the opening uh, montage
0: for the sound gun Humvees, which is yeah. pretty cool. Uh, Paul Souls, uh, the man who plays the owner of Stanley's, is. Is Paul <laughs> it's Souls? It's great writing, <laughs> Uh he previously provided the voice for the Hulk in the 1966 animated series The Marvel Superheroes. I did not know that. And and I also read that this could also be since his name is Stanley, it could be a reference to Stan Lee.
1: That's what I always thought, but I yeah, that's interesting.
0: Yeah, much that was my, that was my first thought too. I was like, hey, Stanley. Lee. Hmm. Stan Lee. Yeah
1: uh reinstein the container that includes the chemicals for the super soldier serum includes the name of dr reinstein you made some weird sentences here uh the I, alias I know. <laughs> reinstein is the alias for abraham Erskine, uh which is stanley tucci in the first captain America movie
0: i i know why it looks like this because i copied and pasted and yeah Tsk, disk, <laughs> Sorry. All right, the next one we have is uh, David on the package that uh, Bruce gets towards the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. It has the name David. Yeah. And that is because um, Betty addressed him as David B., a reference to the Hulk's name change in the TV series where he was called David instead of Bruce. I yep. actually think it was David Bruce Banner, wasn't it?
1: Uh, I don't remember if they used Bruce as a middle name, but I know... That they did change his name to David Banner, and I know why, okay. but that's a really sad reason. Oh. You want to know?
0: Okay. Well, I don't know. I... <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's because they felt that the name Bruce was too uh, homosexual. Oh, God. Sounding. Really? Yeah. mm mm-hmm.
0: it, Okay. It doesn't sound like it at all, but... <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> I don't get. Oh, I mean, it was the '60s, '70s, so fuck yeah, yes. But that's hilarious. When I read that several years ago, I went,
0: it, what?" Yeah, it does. Okay. Yeah, that kind of sad. I thought it was sad, like very sad. Oh, it, sad like it's
1: God, it's, God, it's not sad, sad like you feel bad. It's sad like you feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair. At around four minutes near the beginning of the movie, when Banner is flipping channels on the television. Hey, I remember, I think someone uh, mentioned this. One of the shows he stops on is The Courtship of Eddie's Father in 1969, which starred Bill Bixby. Uh, Bixby is seen on the screen for several seconds, and he played Dr. Banner in Incredible Hulk 1977.
0: Yeah, see if you just shut your mouth and <laughs> wait.
1: <laughs> I want know. to prove how smart I am. You should know. know this. You... We've done a show together for many years. Yeah, yeah, you're
0: yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, at around an hour and four minutes uh, after the Hulk appears at Culver University, two students are interviewed in the news. Uh, one is named Jack McGee and the other is Jim Wilson. So Jack McGee was a tabloid reporter who attempted to track down the Hulk in the Incredible Hulk uh, television series in 1977. And in the comics, Jim Wilson was a young runaway who befriended the Hulk and was the nephew of Sam Wilson. Also known as The Falcon. That's
1: cool. I did not know that.
0: Now you do. Um. You're welcome.
1: (laughs) Thank you, good sir. Uh, We already did that one like three times already, so I'm going to skip that. (laughs) Uh, At around 31 minutes in the market scene in Chiapas, the Lonely Man theme from Incredible Hulk television series... Uh, which played whenever Doctor David Bruce Banner, oh, there you go, uh, was on the road yeah. traveling from one place to another, is heard in the musical score. Yeah. So it's that. Da, 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 da. I'm not going to do the whole. I'm not going to do anymore because it's embarrassing. But it's honestly
0: that little bit almost sounded like Jurassic Park. Like it could have gone either way. <laughs> no, that's.
1: Uh, <laughs> da, 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 da. But when okay, he, fair. after he first uh, transforms in the the factory, mm-hmm. and he's, you know, on the side of roads, and he's trying to buy pants for himself that fit again and stuff, that's the music that plays.
0: Yeah. Nice. Uh, at the beginning of the film, a quick glimpse of Bruce's known associates appears. One of the names is that of Rick Jones. I noticed that uh, this the Incredible. Time. What's
1: that? I said I noticed that this time, and I went, "Oh, that's oh. really cool." <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, in the Incredible Hulk comic, Rick Jones was an orphan who drove out onto the weapons testing site on a dare. Uh, Rick was unaware that Bruce's gamma bomb was being tested that day, but was saved by Bruce just as the bomb went off. Uh, this sacrifice is what caused Bruce to become the Hulk. Rick, racked by guilt for what happened, has stayed by Bruce's side from then on. Where was he in this movie, though, am I right? <laughs> right,
1: right. He said, screw this noise. I want a bed to sleep in, yeah. loser. Yeah,
0: he's sleeping on the street. No, thanks. Yuck.
1: It's cold. Uh, the military base Fort Johnson is named after Kenneth Johnson, the writer, director, and producer of Incredible Hulk
0: 1977. Yeah. Cool. There's a lot more ties uh, to
1: that show than I thought there was.
0: I know, yeah, there were. I didn't. I didn't know if we wanted to talk about it because I've never seen the show. It's boring. So, but then you said include it, and I was like, okay. Well, yeah, they're they're definitely worthwhile
1: uh, things, and it was a big deal. I mean, it was the same era of you know Linda Carter, Wonder Woman, and that that sort Mm. of stuff. Like, it was a huge show. It's just boring, and the things that they did (laughs) to Daredevil and Thor in those. TV movies uh, make me angry. (laughs) They made (laughs) Thor a surfer dude like Aquaman in Justice League. (laughs) Makes me angry.
0: (laughs) Well, speaking of that, uh, at around nine minutes in the bottling plant, when Banner tries to talk to the girl and the bald-headed goon messes with him, Banner tries to say, don't make me angry. You won't like me when I'm angry. In Portuguese, but he can't remember the word for angry. So he says hungry. Uh, Mr. McGee, don't make me angry, you wouldn't like me when I'm angry was a famous line from The Incredible Hulk, 1997. Mm. 1977 also. That too. It was re-released in, in mm. uh <laughs> Just for me.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, and I'm... we talked about this uh, at the beginning, but the opening lab scene contains references uh, from the opening credits of Incredible Hulk 77 with the red danger sign, the targeting reticule? Retical. On Banner's forehead, which is the green cross thing, uh, and the X-ray yeah. skull image, yeah. yeah,
0: So it's all yeah, there. That's man. All the, uh, it's all connected. Kind of fun. F- <laughs> it is. That's kind of all the fun facts I could find. There, there was a lot of that cool was ones plenty. In that yeah. was more than and I thought like you, you said could there find. was. Yeah, there was a lot for the television series, which which makes sense. Like you said, it was huge, mm-hmm. and there was a lot that you could sneak in there. So they did.
1: Yeah, and I, I mean. Rightfully, the tone of the movie, especially at the beginning, is very much the show. The man on uh, the run thing—that's what that show was about. Right. So, I mean, it, it only makes
0: sense. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's all I got. That's uh, that, that is it. the Incredible Hulk. Well, the movie. We did Not 1977 TV
1: series. Two down, yeah. twenty-one to go. Until they release some fun. more movies, and then we got to do the oh, shows yeah. and some other stuff. So we'll be here while. Yeah.
0: We'll, we'll get there one year. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, you know, one a month. We'll be at the end of Phase 2 in two years. Jeez.
0: So stick no, around. No, actually, no. We'll
1: be at the end of... Sorry, I said that wrong. We'll be the, at the end of where they are in the movies in two years. Because there's 23 okay. movies as of Far From Home. Pretty sure. So we'll be... At the end of phase three in two years. We'll be at the end of phase two in one year.
0: Okay, okay. Yeah. Sorry, I said that very wrong. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) All right, so what do we got for next week, man? What's what's our next episode? Well, Jeremy, since
1: you asked so nicely, yet a little forceful, anger, (laughs) it's Hulk, so I get it. It's right, fine. Right. Yes. Uh, we're going to be doing sequel pitches. So the idea here is. Uh, sequel sequel pitches. Sequel pitches. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. We'll have to remember that for when we record next week. Yeah, um, we won't. <laughs> no, probably not. Uh, the idea here is that we're going to take any franchise we want. I think I did like three, just so you know. Okay. And. Where the franchise stands now, because almost all of these movies have had sequels or are going to have sequels soon.
0: Um, (laughs) Not the one we just talked about.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, technically, this is going to kind of have a follow-up sequel series with She-Hulk. Yeah. So, even those plans are, you know, shot to hell. But, basically, (laughs) it's if we could make a sequel to the next movie in a franchise, you know, if we made Black Panther 2, if we made Captain Marvel 2, Spider-Man 3, whatever's still Mm -hmm. going now, what would we do?
2: Nice. Okay. Yeah. So it's a brief
1: little, like, paragraph synopsis, and we'll talk about it, discuss, of, you know, three movies apiece, sequels that we would like to see, you know, that'll probably never
0: happen. Cool. Yeah. I like it. All right. So, yeah, that'll be uh, coming out Next episode. That's yeah. what that will be. Mm-hmm. I, I was going to say next week, but it might be. I think. Well, I guess when you're listening to this, it will be next week. Yeah, so it will be. That works. <laughs> yes, it tracks. Yeah, <laughs> we just have to remember to record next week, and it'll be fine. Yes, <laughs> we will do that though. Don't, don't. We'll take care of that part. You guys just take care of listening, and Keep sharing, listening. and telling your friends, and subscribing, and uh, if you want to get a hold of us, reach out to us. We got a Facebook page. We have a Twitter, um, we have an email. We are Marvel Pod for all these things. Mm-hmm. Facebook dot slash We Are Marvel Pod. Twitter We Are Marvel Pod. Email We Are We Are Marvel Pod at Gmail. Um, and as I was going to say, find us wherever you listen. But obviously you're listening, and we thank you for that. But if you guys could give us ratings, reviews, yeah, share it with your friends, let others know. It uh, it helps us out.
1: Yeah, uh, the ratings on iTunes may seem kind of uh, pointless, but it really helps us uh, grow in the search engine. So when people are looking for a Marvel podcast, ours shows up. Yeah. So, And if there's something you want us to change, you know, if there's something that you want us to cover, we have stuff planned, but that doesn't mean that's what we have to do. So if there's something you yeah. want us to talk about, let us know and we will that's do right. that.
0: Yeah, the only things really set in stone are the movies, and yeah. We, so we've got other episodes to fill, and and we've we've got them planned out. But yeah, like you, like Justin said, if if you guys have an idea for us, throw it at us, and we'll see what we can do with it. Yeah.
1: But until then, we will see you next time on We Are Marvel. Yeah. I've been Justin. I've been Jerry. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.